What's up, All About Like You? It's your co-hosts, Eileen and Esther. We're good friends who don't have much in common. Except our plans to have more fuck yes moments in our lives. Let's do this, boo. Yeah. Good morning, Esther. Happy Friday. Good morning, Eileen. So nice to see you. We're in our New York City studio, our New York City our. studio. You think we should get some branding in here? Yeah. <laughs> they really should let us hang up a sign. Yeah, it's navy. We need more black and neon yellow. Yeah, like these are not really our vibes, especially the colors behind you. Yeah. I don't like, like those colors also, at all. You know what I just realized? This is probably like our fourth time in the studio. We always sit in the same spots. So we like, do? I sit on this Why? side. I sit on that side. I'm very into assigned seats. I never leave the seat that I... I sit in. Well, I think because it's like psychological safety to know where you are and like mm. what it's going to feel like in that space. Um, Although I really hate the colors red and orange and and there's a lot of red behind you and you would think that I wouldn't want to look at it every time. So the whole, we're, we're sorry to offend your, <laughs> your, your decor here, but I don't like that. And I look at it every time. Yeah. Well, if when, we, when, not if. When we get our own studio, yeah, it's it not. Be black. It's not going to be blue and red and yellow. It'll be black and neon yellow. So okay, that's something well, to look forward to. We're going to handle that. Um, so, anyways, in write your... it in that book. You have your manifestation book <laughs> today. Esther's making fun of me because I so I make notes for the episodes so that I can be prepared and have my thoughts gathered, which probably is not a surprise to anyone who's been listening for a little while that I'm a little type A about these things. Stop. And also, I'm fidgeting today, you which are. is really interesting. It's my energy is a little usually if I'm fidgeting or like you know how you have that like um if you tap your leg a lot, right? Yeah. It's like um somatic you need a somatic release. It's like when energy gets stuck oh. and needs to be let go. I think that's what's happening to me today. My energy's been like this all day. Okay. Do you wanna like go bang yourself against the wall <laughs> or something? No, I just all I need to do is sit and breathe more. So I'm gonna try and do that during this episode. Um fall fashion. Yeah. What Here are you we buying? are. Fall fashion. I was just showing you a really cute pair of sneakers that I just bought. Um, this is actually very going to be a good segue into this uh, topic for today. We're talking. So today we're talking about women and money. Eek. Eek. We both need to talk about this. But before we do, we're going to talk about what we're buying for <laughs> fall. So that's funny. Um, I got these sneakers. They're the brand is called Naked Wolf. And they're like a little funky. They're like platform sneakers. And they have these laces that really remind me of like the 80s and the 90s where they're like, they have that like checkered. And very chunky. Checkery, yeah, very chunky. They're they're weird. I'll post a picture of them. I also got these like little clogs that have all this metal hardware and like a big buckle on them, which I think those are a little bit more like designer sort of like dupe vibes. Um, but yeah, I'm very into shoes right now and very into baggy pants. Oh. Those are like my two things of the moment. I bought one pair of baggy pants, and then the second I put it on... You were like, this is the fuck no? I was like, these have to go back where they came from. Really? Just not your vibe? I mean, we've discussed uniforms yeah, before, yeah. and baggy pants would be the opposite of my uniform. Yeah. I don't know what I was thinking. I wore them to a concert with my friend Rachel, and and I was like, I'm never, ever wearing these again. Like, I looked like I was dressed up in costume as, like, a fly girl. <laughs> like, I just did not look... It just didn't look like me. That's kind of hilarious. And they were too baggy. They were like so 90s. Mine are quite, I'm wearing baggy jeans today. They're quite baggy. You think they're too baggy? No, I think they look good on you. They're just not for me. It is funny because I'm only five feet tall and you, as are you. Are you I'm not even. Five feet tall? Yeah, so. Four eleven. It's just not for me. Yeah. What, so what are you buying for fall then if not baggy jeans? 
Well, what I buy never changes. Uh, <laughs> so, it's a lot of dresses, a lot of skirts. But for fall, like, I'm really, really wanting a new leather jacket. Ooh. And not black, because I have two gorgeous black leather pieces. I need, like, a, a color. I did get that silk. So, Eileen and oh I. Oh, my God. You're, like, reading my mind right now. Yeah. We both bought a piece from Zara, which I don't think anything from Zara should be called a piece. I don't know. Item. These might be pieces. We need to wear those. Please, someone invite us somewhere that yeah. we can wear these pieces. I'm calling them. Eileen bought like a silver oh, dress. It's so fucking cool. And then coincidentally, I bought the matching jacket, which is like we a didn't even silver know. jacket. And I don't know where we're going dressed like tinfoil, but we'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> but meet us there because it's going to be super. Oh my God. Fun. Okay. I, I know we're supposed to be talking about fall fashion, but I want to also just address something which is i was invited to an engagement party over the weekend hmm. for one of nitsan's childhood friends cute and uh, yeah cute until we read the invitation and it requires an all-white ensemble really and like no no first of all i don't know what time of the year is it mid-september so okay, already fashion faux pas <laughs> leave us be well no i disagree with you because that was like a, an old wives tale i know but like no i don't want to do this i don't like anything where i'm required to do any dress requirements codes costumes of any kind and i do not own any all-white outfits and and i don't want to i don't want to go invest in an all-white outfit for september 10th this seems like a fun challenge that i want to take part in i feel like you need don't you think that every woman should have like a staple capsule white outfit? No, where am in I going? Closet? To my wedding? No, not to your wedding, to this engagement party in no. this example. What if you get invited to a white party, which is also like a current Unless thing. it's that white party in the Hamptons that Jay-Z <laughs> and Beyonce go to. I don't give a shit about your themes. Well, I think you should dress for the life you want, not like the one you have, right? Uh, so. <laughs> I'm not going to that party. Uh, this is not a manifestation moment. <laughs> Whatever his name is, Ruben is not inviting me. So like, we good. Not with that attitude. But the outfit I'm wearing tonight to dinner with you is cream. And a part of me is like, no. fuck it, oh my god, no! Oh my god, she's oh cringing. My god, I she's am cringing. Like, don't be that girl, because you can do better. Don't be that girl that is invited to a white party and then wears cream. <laughs> did you just make a gag? Sound? I did. Yeah, I did do that. That's horrible. Wait, we're gonna have to take this offline. We're but gonna I take this offline. I don't feel I need to spend my money, money, honey, okay. on someone else's dress code. Well, you could also get something that's two pieces so that you don't ever have to wear it together again. But I have a white top. Wear. Like, who's wearing white bottoms? Eileen is. I'm literally wearing white bottoms as we speak. What do you want me to do? Wear like a white skirt? We can solve this. I think we have to take it offline. The Amish country and get like one of those white aprons. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna pivot because I was gonna segue this so nicely, and she's so mad. Okay. Um, so today we're talking about <laughs> women and money. Now, you might recall a few episodes ago, Esther talking about how she wanted to open the bank of none of your business. None of your business. The salt and pepper song. <laughs> she needed a little clue in there. Um, and so at that point, we thought it would be interesting to do an episode on women and money. So here we are. Um, we're going to do it. So I just read a book called The Soul of Money. Oh. which was recommended by a friend. And it was such a good book. I loved it so much. Um, but sh- there was a uh, little passage in it that I think is very relevant to this topic to kick us off. Today's young women have a view informed by their own experience of the earning power of their peers and the women they know or see around them. 
They aren't such strangers to the idea of earning and managing money, but our culture still imposes a different standard in the conversation about money in men's lives and in women's lives. The question arises, out loud or implied, what has the woman traded? Marriage, family, children, responsible parenting, or basic integrity to achieve her financial success? The questions might reasonably be asked of anyone regarding the choices he or she has made around money, but the fact that women come under scrutiny under scrutiny more routinely than men do colors the relationship with money and with men on the issues of money. The consequences play out in the details of our everyday interactions. Oh, I mean, that's wow. like a pretty like deep place to start, so maybe we should walk it back a little oh. now that I'm thinking about it. And maybe that was a, a lot to begin with. But like, so now not only do we have to it, it unpack the idea of like women and money, we have to think about like the idea of what women, quote unquote, give up to earn money which is maybe like a whole topic in and of itself so we can kind of go anywhere um but i thought that that was particularly relevant for this conversation okay i mean Mm -hmm. what do you what do you think you have to give up to earn money and who's defining that we had to have it to give it up? Well, in the perspective that she offers in this book, Lynn Twist, I don't know if I said that was the author, she's basically saying, like, it's either discussed or implied that if you see a woman who's accumulated her own financial worth or success, then she's given something up. So even just, like, the societal, like, um, stereotype. Well, the societal stereotype would assume that you've given up being a parent of exactly. any value. <laughs> that's what she said, responsible yeah. parenting. Right? right. So, like, that's huge. Yeah. Right? In terms of, like, gender constructs. And in terms of, like, you know, if you think about the stereotype of women's relationship with money, like, a lot of it can come from that construct that, like, women can't accumulate their own wealth wealth because they have all these other responsibilities, which is loaded. I mean, that, that sucks. I don't, I, I don't know how to even discuss that part of it. I do think the other interesting thing, and then we can figure out where we want to dive in on, and we've talked a bit about this, which is why that bank came up. I won't start <laughs> singing again. But even in a world like the one I live or or the one you live. Yeah, we should walk it back. We where we talk about our worlds. Where we do make our own money. Yeah. And we do sit here and often preach how we don't follow anyone else's rules and we don't follow anything that society tells us to do. There are Which no is probably hashtag, not 100% hashtag. true. Um, nonetheless, I do fall, um, and I don't remember exactly where yours falls, although I do think it is similar, uh, into one stereotype uh, as it relates to money, which is I don't even know where the money is. <laughs> I don't manage my money. I don't uh, I don't pay the bills. I don't. Eileen asked me something when she sat down in the room and she said, like, isn't it something about the Amex app? Isn't it great when you blah, blah, blah in the Amex app? And I'm like, I don't have that app. I don't. No, this is what happened. So I was looking for something related to I'm not like you. And I said, like, don't you hate? So this is actually proves the point. Don't you hate when you open your Amex app and you see your credit card bill? And then you're like, you don't have yeah. the app. So it was equally bad on both of our parts because, A, I, int- I have it and I intentionally don't look. And you don't even have I it. I don't so even have it. We both like, all right, so this is where I think we need to walk back because I think I, I, I took us in too deep too soon. So let's go back for a second. So here's here are a few things one, that we have in common. One is neither of us manage our finances. Yeah. 
Okay. Two is we both spend what we want to spend when we want to spend it recklessly or otherwise. For the most part. For the most part. Yeah. Okay. So this is what we have in common. So it is very interesting because I talk to girlfriends about this all the time and they're like, what is, like, you shop like this? What does your husband say? And I'm kind of like, I don't know what's the answer to that question. But like, like you just said, like we have our own money. We generate our own income wealth. So like there's an element of me that's like, well, fuck it. Like (laughs) some would say, some would say. And by some, I say the experts of TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) Some would say that two women who make their own money and don't put any of it in a separate pile for a rainy day or for God knows what life throws at you is stupid at best. Well, and you so that's when we put this, we have a little running list of our podcast topics. When we put this topic on the list, it was because someone actually said to you. Yeah. To not manage your own money or to not have some of your own money is irresponsible as yeah. a woman. And we were like, what? And, and I'll say who it was. It was Renee, who everybody knows, or if you do not know, is like another mother to me. And we were talking about, oh, I had said, and Nitsan, everybody knows this, including my friends. Nitsan, for the most part, like does not ever tell me not to buy something. But there was something that I had said, like, I think I'm going to get that pair of shoes. And he was like, Esther, you've just bought like a million things. Like, can you just table it and whatever for a little bit? And I repeated that at lunch, and I don't even remember why I told her that story. And she was like, here's the thing. Like, you shouldn't be in a situation where you have to have that conversation. You should have your own credit card. You should have your own accounts. You should know how much money you have coming in and going out. And I do think in a lot of ways, while I say like, I live my own life and I'm this big badass girl, right? Um... It's so easy to not be responsible for money. It's so easy to not know when uh, bills mm-hmm. are due. It brings me a tremendous amount of comfort to not know how much I owe on my Amex bill. Yeah. And that is so sad. Yeah. I think we probably need to like do better on this. Yeah. Like, that's like putting our head in the sands. I mean, yeah. I can only speak for myself and being like, no, whatever, I'm big and strong. <laughs> and then also simultaneously being like, I don't want to do anything that's stressful. And that sounds so yeah. stressful. But in actuality, you really don't know what life is going to bring you. And the way that we're doing it, the way that we're doing our finances is the equivalent of like a, a stay-at-home mom who doesn't have an income of her own because we've just melded it all together. It's one big pool. And there's no like, I mean, this. thank God, like we both are in these amazing relationships where like we don't have to... Uh, God willing, don't have to, I feel like I should knock on something. Don't have to worry about this happening. But like, what if it didn't work out? And as women, like they tell you over and over and over again, not to be in a situation where you do not have financial security. Yeah. And neither one of us have like ever split our accounts or I don't have my own bank account. Well, <laughs> like, and so it's crazy. I think like, so I think there's another, maybe another way to think about it, or at least how I'm currently thinking about it is like, I'm not necessarily suggest so. It's so interesting to me, that perspective that Renee shared about irresponsibility, because I think I've been under the assumption all this time that, like, (laughs) I don't know, there's, like, more of, like, a... I don't know, connection in your relationship right. or like a trust in your if relationship. If you're all mushed together. If you're all, right, if you're all mushed together. <laughs> but like, and I'm not suggesting that I don't think that that's true. I think what I'm saying, what, I, what I'm thinking as you're talking is like, I'm actually not saying that we should separate 
our resources. Maybe that's true and maybe that is the more financially responsible thing to do and, and maybe that's what we need to explore further as we work this on our own. What I'm actually saying is like, and what I've said to my husband recently is, I actually should be in charge of managing the money for a little while because I think it's fun to, I think I'm much more inclined to be irresponsible when I'm not responsible. And I think if he forced me to like worry about tax bills and like, I mean, anything, like book our flights to go to play, like really anything, like I think I would be much more conscious of what I, what I oh, personally sure. was spending and, and probably would be a lot more thoughtful about it because it would be like my responsibility, whereas now I'm just like, <laughs> which is not good. It's like we said, it's like scary. Well, there, I, So I think that there's two ways in which it is irresponsible, right? Like, if you are, and this is it's not only about us, like if you are somebody like me who doesn't have the Amex app, if you, <laughs> it's not like, there, there is a file with the passwords, but like I don't know the passwords by heart. Like yeah. God forbid something happens to Nitsan, like I'm gonna be like my mom who's like digging herself out of like trying to figure out your own life yeah. as an old lady, right? But I'm not an old lady. And like, why don't I know the passwords? Like yeah. that is not responsible. I agree with you. Especially not when like you are making your own money. Right. You have your own things going on in the world. Like that is not responsible. So I think that was Renee's point of like, what are you doing? Like, why are you creating this other persona where you don't have any control over what's going in and out of your life like that is so yeah. unlike you you're kind of doing it on purpose because you're being lazy which is true and then number two irresponsible well, okay, is but what hold, you said but hold on and then we get to number two it's not i don't necessarily know that it's laziness because what you said actually is that it's like scary and stressful and i don't think that that's lazy i don't Fine, think that true. you don't it's want not lazy. to it's scary and stressful i was so i was i so at the beginning of i think it was last year i decided i was gonna like take control and i bought all this Bitcoin. Oh, same. And then I lost it. All. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, case in point, maybe we shouldn't be interested in money. But I was like, I was like, this is it. I am going to learn all about crypto, and like, I'm going to become a crypto like genius and make millions in crypto. Again, same, probably same outcome as you. I think I made a little bit, but, anyways. Um, and so at that point, I started following all these female investors on Instagram and TikTok because I was like. The second thing I'm going to do after investing in crypto <laughs> is follow all these creators who, like, know what they're talking about. And so I found one, Elvest, um, Sally Krawcheck, I think. She was, like, a high up, higher up at um, Bank of America. But it's a really great app for women, and it's all about, like, um, being empowered by managing your own money. And so I was looking at the app today because I was like, oh, it'll be perfect for this conversation. And, and they basically say that um, money is the number one source of stress for women, and so basically what we're doing is like we're avoiding. We're like in an avoidance. Right. That's what we're doing. And weirdly, avoidance and like an acceptance of like this this stereotypical yes. role. Yes. yes. It's very, very strange behavior that both of us are doing this. Yes. What was also interesting when I was like kind of like scanning, like, you know, you do a little Google search and you scan the headlines or the um, the topics. And it was like the topics for men were very oriented around like – investing growing your wealth like and the topics for women were much more about like being budget conscious and saving and i was like right. oh so there's also like a gender construct like a, media, like a media but exactly like a media bias yeah. that we're we're fighting against here as well so you know knowledge is power and all those no things, but i do but. think the lazy word comes in from like since i saw renee which was 
I don't even know how long ago. Yeah. I've been saying I'm going to go open a bank account. Yeah. You I haven't done that. You, well, you got to start your bank. That's, you know. Yeah, first I got to start the bank. First I got to start banking. None of your business. <laughs> um, um, and then part B of it was the point you addressed, which is if if I was managing those bills, which I'm not going to, like that's just too, where I'm not taking over all the finances at this point. But if I was managing the credit card bill, I probably would buy nothing. Yeah. Because it would scare me to yeah. see the number go up and like to be like, I don't know, how much do we have to pay for that? You know? Yeah. Whereas like Nissan is the one which like that has that's the bad cop, right? Like who wants to be that anyway? I know. Who's like, another five hours of the nanny, you know, and I'm like, What do you mean? Who cares about five hours? And he's like, Why don't you care about anything? I'm like, I don't know, is this monopoly? <laughs> I don't know. I don't care. Who's in charge around here? <laughs> So funny. Yeah, I, I think this is a tough one. I think this is one where we could both probably like make some commitments and create some accountability to do better for our relationships, which obviously like, you know, money can be a, a huge or financial burden can be massive. But then like there's the flip side of like when you think about like like when I was reading this morning, it was basically like um, if you don't control your money, you don't control your life. Which to it to an extent, true. like that's true, but like, but it has so much baggage, right? That was what this whole book was about, the soul of money, which again, totally recommend. But it talks about like money has, outside of the money of being able to buy things and what it can, the life it can create for you, it's like, f- f- like freedom, security, like your children's livelihood. I mean, there's just so much tied to it that it's like you talk about fear like that's real like it comes with so much like if you have to like participate then it like you have to really participate yeah you know huh i know what do we do well we are meeting with someone today oh yeah i've made a commitment yeah so we are trying to maybe make this a thing and have some uh, phone some friends who are experts in the space to come talk with us. I mean, there's plenty of content out there, right? Like on the, the subject of women and money. Um, but we think we're going to maybe, alongside knowing your value and knowing your worth, I think it's a, I think it kind of goes, like it's wrapped up in that, right? Which is like, just like taking, I don't want to say control, but taking more responsibility in all of these areas. Right, in whatever life. little way that you can, right? Yeah. Like, I don't think either one of us are going home and splitting our accounts and, like, doing some kind no. of shared resource no. account. No. But, like, what way can we create more responsibility so that we feel a little bit more... Responsible. Like, and, and that we understand <laughs> and that we know where things are yeah. in the event of emergency. Like, that kind of that kind of responsibility. I do know where the passwords are, so I feel like at least I, maybe we should make a checklist for ourselves. Do you Done. know where your passwords are? Check. So we hope to bring an expert who has a little bit of an I'm not like you opinion because in this way we are like you. Uh, well, we don't like know. I don't know. Like, like is each this... other, not like listeners. Yeah, like, right, right, right. Yeah, people, you know, other people might have. I will tell you all my friends, all of my friends have split finances. Yeah. I do not have one friend other than you who shares finances oh, so with their spouse. And I find that like every single one of them at the very least has their own credit card. Everyone thinks this is so funny that of all people, I'm the one who does not have my own credit card. I don't have my own credit card. 
I don't yeah, have I don't my own it. anything. Like I don't have my own anything. Right. So like, but I'm not hiding anything. But there. But like, why do we have to have shared everything? Like, why do you need to know when I'm getting my Botox done? Like, is that not the <laughs> whole point? Like, do you remember in in? Did you watch Mrs. Maisel? Yes. She'd like go put her makeup oh, yeah. on at 5 a.m. So when her husband wake, woke up, he'd think that that's how she looked when she woke up every day. <laughs> like, why do you need to know everything I'm doing? Yeah. Uh, get out of here, bank. What was it called? It's none of your business. None of your business. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that I, I, I'm really like that approach so much. I think it's more like. I think there's a lot. Taking more. It is. It is actually a very. I think there's probably like five different yeah. episodes all packed into this that maybe we've like scratched the surface on. So give us some feedback. If you like the topic, if you know anybody you'd want us to try and uh, get as a guest, then we can definitely try. But um, yeah, I think it's one we need to continue to approach. And so I think in the short term, our accountability checklists are passwords. Yep. I'm going to try and manage the money. Oh, I'm not. For a little nah, while. Hell no. <laughs> no maybe with some oversight we did get the mint app at one point yeah when the bank comes to take your house away because you forgot to pay the mortgage <laughs> you're gonna be like, can i stay at your house i'll uh, go back to boundaries at the front door the answer is no <laughs> <laughs> well on that note i'm not like you happy friday happy friday we'll bye. see you next week bye <laughs>